You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As always, want to give a big shout-out to our sports byline listeners around the country and, of course, to the American Forces Radio Network around the world making Fantasy Freestyle truly a global show, helping people win their leagues and win that cash. I got my boy Donnie Burns with me on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. We got a good show lined up for you guys today on a Thursday. It's a little bit rainy here in the big bad city. We are here in Studio 34 at Rock and Riley's in Midtown Manhattan. What we're going to do is, of course, I'm going to be giving you my starting lineup, which starters to start today to win that cash. Speaking of winning that cash, huge news that we're going to talk about today. Um, the ability for everybody to legally gamble and win that cash. We may be taking a step forward in that battle. I'll tell you exactly what I'm talking about there. Also, I don't know if you've seen but they've been promoting this everywhere. Today is uh, Happy Red Nose Day. Okay, and Red Nose Day is apparently where we're raising awareness and raising money for uh, impoverished children to be able to, you know, um, uh, get access to the support, the education, and the development that they need along with the opportunities they may need. So we're going to talk a little bit about something that's going on on NBC for uh, Happy Red Nose Day. It's a little uh, ninja warrior. We're going to be talking about uh, who on this fantasy sports radio network team might be the best ninja warriors out there. And as usual, with my boy Donnie Burns, the love doctor and my basketball correspondent, we are going to be talking a little bit about the NBA playoffs. Remember, I told you, Eastern Conference Game 5 tonight. We're going to see if the Celtics can hang on. And But everybody's thinking about the playoffs, right? So that brings me to our poll question like we usually have here on Fantasy Freestyle. You can check that on at FNTSY Radio on Twitter. You always could also holler at me, follow me at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter, or if you want to chime in this hour, you can by phone at 844-843-6879. Our poll question tonight, though, is which legacy would be more solidified with a victory in this well-anticipated rubber match and trilogy between the Cavaliers and the Warriors? Would it be the Warriors as a team, or would it be LeBron as the greatest player of all time? We'll come back and talk about all that and more here on the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the Spittin' Status on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on back after this. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and, of course, to all our sports byline American Forces Radio Network listeners as well. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, holding you down so hot that we sweat steam, blowing up like Chipotle 10 minutes later. Here's what we got to do. I got to get into my starting lineup right now. There's only five games tonight on the slate, and there is some weather involved, so we need to get into it. Weather in Boston and potentially weather in New York at City Field, although they have started that game on time. I still, as usual, have some news and notes around Major League. 
League Baseball to get with you guys. Third baseman for the San Francisco Giants, Eduardo Nunez. A guy I was high on in the preseasons, having a decent year. However, he was scratched from today's effort. Um, hamstring injury for him in today's day game with the Cubs. He did not make it happen. Manny Margot also left yesterday's game against the Mets. He has a little calf injury, so keep an eye on that one. Dusty Baker confirms that it will be Coda Glover moving forward as the Nationals closer. Listen, this is the third different guy between Tryon, I think Sean Kelly, and Glover as well have all been uh, spending some time as the closer for the Washington Nationals. If you want to know the truth, remember the Washington Nationals are my pick, Speeds the Spit and Statistician, my pick to win the World Series this year. I have been picking since the beginning of the season. I have the Washington Nationals over the Houston Astros as my World Series. So, you know, I'm riding with him. Here's my question for the Washington Nationals. Why are they messing around with the back end of their bullpen? It has been long rumored that they should go after White Sox closer David Robertson, former Yankee closer as well. I think this is kind of like the worst kept secret that's been happening over the last year or so in Major League Baseball. Watch. Sometime this summer, the Nationals are going to make a move to get a what is like a quote-unquote legitimate professional closer. Watch. I think it could be David Robertson. In other news, Jamison Tyone threw 35 pitches in a bullpen session. He is ahead of schedule in his rehab. Remember, he uh, had surgery for suspected testicular cancer. Um, they're saying he's ahead of schedule, but obviously to have any kind of timetable on a return like this would be insensitive. We're just wishing Jameson Tyone well and hope that he eventually can get back to doing what it is he loves. Also important to note, David Price will come off the disabled list and start for the Boston Red Sox on Memorial Day in Chicago. He has had an elbow injury for most of the season coming back from that. David Price. So uh, if you had him in season-long teams, you're excited to maybe get him off the DL. One more stat I want to give you from my man Matty Moe, who you can hear early, you know, early in mornings on the on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You also hear him sometimes with uh, my man Joey Pisapia on the Fantasy Black Book. My man Matty Moe had a great stat about Jeff Samarja today, saying Samarja in May so far, entering today in his 32 and two-thirds innings, had 40 walks and, I mean, 40 strikeouts and zero walks in over 32 innings. Incredible strikeout-to-walk ratio for Jeff Samarja. He did, however, get the loss today to fall to one and six, but kept it up, man. Eight strikeouts and only one walk, moving at that rate to 48 Ks and one walk in the month of May. Big shout out to the strikeout rates right there of Jeff Samarja. What I also want to do, as we always do on the Fantasy Freestyle, is I hold myself accountable and I let you know what would have happened uh, with the guys that I was telling you about yesterday. And first of all, so yesterday I told you that while Chris Sale was the man... I was uh, thinking about trying to beat him, right? Chris Sale at 11,800 against the Texas Rangers. He did, had a great start, okay? Seven and a third innings pitch. Gave up three runs, though, and only struck out six. Remember, you were paying up for Chris Sale because he had that streak of 10 or more strikeouts in a game for, like, his last eight starts. And he did get a quality start. He did get a win. But I suggested three guys that could potentially beat Chris Sale. All three of them put up more FanDuel fantasy points than Chris Sale. I gave you three options, and all three of them were better. The first I gave you was my man for the New York Yankees, Luis Severino. I told you I was fading that bad Kansas City offense, and the Yankees were at home where they were 14-7 and on the season. They would not lose. Severino went out and pitched eight scoreless innings and struck out seven, got a quality start, and they win for the New York Yankees better than the sale effort. I also told you in that Dodgers-Cardinals game, of going back and forth on which starter would go, and I said not to go with Rich Hill. I said to go with Mike Leake. He was at 8,600 last night night. 
Mike Leake, another quality start, making it nine for nine this season. He went eight innings, giving up only one run and striking out five more points than Chris Sale. I also told you that with the wind blowing in in Wrigley to consider Kyle Hendricks, Kyle Hendricks went seven innings, gave up two runs, less than Chris Sale, and struck out the five, got the quality start and the win. That's what we do here on the Fantasy Freestyle. You need to pay attention because speeds, the spitting statistician is giving you what you need to win that cash. So you might ask yourself, self, who does speeds like tonight? Well, tonight is very, very interesting. Okay, there was only five games out there, and there was a big move today made. Remember, Jacob deGrom was scratched from his start. They have Rafael Montero in there as um, instead. DeGrom was the highest pitcher on the board during the day. And I think there's guys you could beat. I think you could beat the top guys. Obviously, DeGrom is not that anymore. Verlander was the most high, the highest expensive pitcher on the slate, but I don't like him at Houston. That Houston Astros offense is no joke. I don't know why you would pay up for anybody at Houston. I wouldn't do it. Here's where I'm going instead. There are two guys that I like tonight. First is Robbie Ray at Milwaukee for 9200 Robbie Ray has been my guy all season long. I have been telling you, he of the 218 strikeouts last year, he is putting it together. And remember, he's against the Milwaukee Brewers, okay? Now, that ballpark, the ball flies out of that ballpark, and I'll give you that, and I'll give you that the Milwaukee Brewers are one of the leading teams in the National League in terms of scoring runs, but the Milwaukee Brewers strike out a lot. You add that with Robbie Ray's K upside, and I like what you get in uh, what is it, a slate that only has four or five games going tonight. The other guy I'll give you out in that last game where there is no weather concerns out in L.A. is Michael Waka at 8,700 at L.A. Waka has gone for a quality start six of his seven outings this year. The only issue is, will he go long enough? He goes like six innings every time. Six innings, six innings, 6.1 innings, six innings, seven innings, 6.2 innings. That's what he does. But he gets you basically a K per inning, okay? 42 innings pitched so far, 39 strikeouts. And don't look now, but the Dodgers offense has been cold lately. They only got um, two runs in the game that went 13 innings yesterday. They could not do anything against uh, Mike Leake yesterday, as I predicted. I think they're in a little bit of a funk. Jock Peterson still not back, I don't think, uh, for that collision he had with Yasiel Puig. And remember, they're facing Kenta Maeda tonight in a return from the disabled list. I like Michael Waka as well at 8,700. Here's what I want to do, though, to keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle, where you win your leagues and win that cash. I I've been talking about this launch angle and exit velocity and how many times people are trying to get the ball explicitly in the air, improve their fly ball rate, which leads to the homers and the three true outcomes. Well, not so fast. Joey Votto, you know, on base percentage king over the last, I would say, five years in Major League Baseball, actually came out and said some things that uh, are kind of contrary to that. He says, I see it with a lot of guys. Everyone tells the good stories about fly balls, but there's a lot of stereotypes out of there of people wasting their time trying things. Um, and he said that this kind of what he calls, quote unquote, elevate to celebrate mindset is not necessarily a silver bullet for everybody. And you know what? 538 came out with something proving that he may be right. They had a nice graph in there showing a visual of how, how people are changing their fly ball rates. And they have that up against the change in uh, Woba for you. OK, and obviously your guys like Yonder Alonzo, you're hearing about you're hearing about guys like Daniel Murphy, you're hearing 
wondering about guys like Jay Bruce, who have all increased their fly ball rate and have also increased their WOBA, right? But that is not always the case. And this article cites 538 is citing guys like Kiki Hernandez, citing guys like Jason Hayward, who have, in fact, increased their fly ball rate, but not with the same success of guys that we have seen. The the Cubs have a new motto, they say, and it's called there's no slugging percentage on the ground. They are all trying to get it in the air, and it's working with guys like Schwarber, right? It's working with guys like Zobrist, right? But it's not working with guys like Jason Hayward. So, And the other thing that's interesting is there has been a, a ripple effect, kind of, because everybody's trying to get it up in the air. There's a ripple effect in infield pop-ups. And if you think about it, infield pop-ups are the least productive out possible, along with strikeouts. And when everyone's trying to jack it up, you're also getting an influx of infield pop-ups. And that's another thing Joey Votto brought up. So something to consider. I've been high on this launch angle and three true outcomes, and that's the way it's going. But there are side effects as well on the negative side. So I think that is important to consider. When we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle, I'm going to talk to the Love Doctor about the NBA playoffs. And I'm also talking about big news in the world of sports gambling. It may become legal everywhere for you to start to bet that money and win that cash. All the more reason you'd have to listen to Fantasy Freestyle, all right? So come on back. We'll have fun. We'll keep on talking about it. It's your boy, Speeds, the spitting statistician, and you're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician. I want to give you an update right now. Like I told you, I was a little bit worried about this game in Fenway Park, Rangers and Red Sox, and it has been delayed the start. Okay, Benny Ricciardi and Tony Sincata were talking to you guys. Both of them had Drew Pomerantz in their lineup tonight. I was not as high on that, and I was worried about the weather. It's important to note, so I wanted to keep you guys updated on that. And also, I told you that Rafael Mont- Montero was in for Jacob deGrom for the Mets against the Padres, and uh, Montero has not had a good start. He's already allowed one run in the top of the first, and the Padres have bases loaded, looking to get to Montero early in that one. But when it comes to baseball, one thing we need to do is uh, you know tell you where to go to win that cash, and the place to go is the RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge In-Season Fantasy Baseball Package. It is your ultimate bench coach for the 2017 season. You can stay ahead of the pack with our in-depth statistical breakdowns, our trend analysis and our player insights become a waiver wizard and learn how to scan the numbers like a roto scientist we help you set the ideal lineups every week and this season you get a built-in fantasy training staff with our new injury advisor powered by InsideInjuries.com. get the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package now and start soaring to the top of the standings also if you enter promo code free radio at checkout you will get a special discount and i like that you got, you need that discount you save some money that's how it way it helps you you know accumulate more money build that money you know it's growing like a plant okay um here we go into the cypher i want to go into the nfl real quick because you know here on the fantasy freestyle we always talk about the king the nfl i actually think the nfl could you know occupy some small countries both as a military force and as a uh, economic force to be quite honest with its pull uh that it has on us here in this country but news and notes around the nfl victor cruz has signed a deal with the chicago bears to be a wide receiver Remember, you only get really got uh, Kevin White and other youngsters out there, Cameron Meredith, with the uh, departure of Alshon Jeffrey. So Victor Cruz is going to come in there and bring a veteran presence to that Bears locker room. The Vikings 
are impressed with Laquan Treadwell's progress. Remember, I've been telling you guys, we're going to keep on hearing about these greatest shape of his life. Oh, he looks so good. And second-year wide receiver Laquan Treadwell is getting that same treatment. Remember, he had only one catch last year in his rookie season. Don't look now, but this Minnesota wide receiving core could take a step forward. Remember, you have my man, Stefan. Can you dig it? Remember, last week or a couple weeks ago, Michael Floyd signed with the Vikings as well. And if Treadwell can take a step to be a slot guy, a third guy for them. With a guy like Sam Bradford coming off a 71% completion percentage season and remember they signed Latavius Murray as well. That that defense has been sick with Mike Zimmer at the helm wearing his eye patches and all and I am high on cornerback Xavier Bumpy Rhodes. They just need to hope their offensive line gets much better. And another uh, you know, he looks great story. Uh, Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron, the gambler, says that Kelvin Benjamin criticism of him is unfair and I'm eager to see what the Carolina Panthers offense looks like this season coming up. Remember, you got big outside targets like Kelvin Benjamin and Devin Funches, but the problem is these guys are slow. They're not athletic. So what did they do in the draft? They went out and got Christian McCaffrey and Curtis Samuel as playmakers and you know dynamic weapons for that offense. And I think it's going to be very interesting because of the position flexibility they both offer. Okay, this is what it's about now in the NFL, creating mismatches. You see how quarterbacks, you know, calling different plays at the line. With Christian McCaffrey, you can line him up as a wide receiver. You can line him up in the backfield. You are making mismatches, okay? If you line him up and have, you know, a safety try to cover him, it's not going to work. And then, or if the defense goes into nickel or dime coverage, then you bring McCaffrey right back into the backfield and you can hand him the ball. And then the Panthers went and doubled down on this strategy by getting Curtis Samuel, who can also do all of those things. They have such position and scheme flexibility. I'm very impressed impressed and excited to see what the Carolina Panthers can be. Remember in their bounce back year after their Super Bowl hangover, don't look now, but the Carolina Panthers, as long as, uh, you know, the guy in defense, Luth Keekley, can stay out of the cold, dark, quiet room. Wide receiver Josh Doxson for the Washington football team. He's been impressive. Greatest shape of his life. I'd still bet Jamison Crowder leads the team in receiving there. Same thing in Baltimore. Brashard Perryman, the wide receiver. They're saying nobody's making more plays than him. This is, a, uh, I think, now a third-year player who has been disappointing. This is the time of year when we're trying to hype people up. And so, also quick notes that there's two guys that I do think are viable in fantasy that are practicing with no restrictions or participating in OTAs coming off big time injuries. First, Tennessee Titan quarterback Marcus Mariota coming back from a broken leg is participating in OTAs and Danny Woodhead who moved from the Chargers to the Baltimore Ravens this season. Remember, he's coming back from an ACL injury. He's practicing with no restrictions in OTAs and he feels great. Like we said, of course, they feel great. It is May or June. We'll see how they feel when we get closer to, uh, you know, real training camp and preseason and ultimately the greatest thing in the world, football season. But as we keep it moving, because we are into the NBA playoffs, so it's time to bring in my man, Donnie Burns, the love doctor. Listen, game five tonight in Boston. I was, uh, I was a meat. Rem- 
immediately reminded of at this point it must have been what nine ten years ago LeBron in Boston putting up kind of like his worst effort ever you know and like what was his last game his first go around with the Cleveland Cavaliers but you know maybe Delonte West had something to do with that you got to figure LeBron and the Cavs end it tonight because they try they're trying to get that rest to rest up for the Golden State Warriors Kyrie Irving's ankle and others to heal up for the Battle of the Titans which won't start until a week from tonight the NBA Finals don't start regardless of how long the Eastern Conference Finals go, will not start until a week from tonight, Thursday, June 1st. Donnie Burns, do you think they get it done and end it tonight? Yeah, I'd say, you know, they're trying to get ready for these NBA Finals, and you know you know it's going to be the Warriors and the Cavs. The only thing is, I said this the other day, I'm looking to see how Kyrie performs because it's going to be a huge mismatch mm-hmm. against the Warriors. You know, they're going to have to slide Clay over. Steph's going to have to guard J.R. Smith. And what the Cavs are going to have to do, like I said, they're going to have to make it a one-on-one game. And J.R. is going to have to play in the post. He's going to have to back down Steph Curry. He's going to have to make that a one-on-one game. And I really feel like the Cavs will win that. All right, and before, you know, this might be the last time we have a chance to really talk about the Boston Celtics. So I do want to just tie it up with them. Remember, we've been talking about Isaiah Thomas's role on this team moving forward and how Danny Ainge has a couple of decisions to make in this offseason about what direction they take the Celtics. Do you think, Donnie, that this game matters at all in those critical decisions? Like, I can see one universe where, you know, they, you know, the Celtics don't do anything against the Cavs. They, they, you know, go down in five games and everybody thinks, you know, maybe it's time for Ainge to make an approach, may, to change the approach. Maybe they do try to get Paul George, Jimmy Butler, one of those guys. But if the Cavs somehow win today and push the Cavs and push, excuse me, if the Seas win tonight and push the Cavs to six or seven games, might then Danny Ainge and the Celtics have the approach of, no, we're actually close and we don't have to switch anything up. Do you think tonight's game and how far they can go against the the Cavs um, impacts the offseason plans of the season at all? I mean, not really. There's two things I look at when I see this, and one is they really are very close. Like I said many times before, they need another scorer. Their top scorer is a five foot nine point guard. Right. They need an oversized two guard or a nice three guard to even out that scoring. What I do like what is happening, though, Jalen Brown is really maturing mm-hmm. through these, these uh, playoffs. I like the tenacity. The points aren't really there, but I like the mentality, and that's what you have to do for a rookie. I really like how he's developing, and I think they, they kind of see that. They're going to go for a score. I really feel like they're going to go for a score. They're going to do the right thing with this first pick, and I, I feel like they're going to trade it. What if the right pick, what if the right thing to do for the C's was to keep Isaiah Thomas, go try and get a scorer, right? Or like go try and sign Gordon Hayward and then package your boy who you're just talking about, Jalen Brown, with this year's number one pick and next year's Brooklyn Nets number one pick. If you could give yeah. Jalen Brown and two number one overall picks, you got Isaiah Thomas, maybe you sign a Gordon Hayward, you think that would be enough to lure a guy like, oh, I don't know, one of the two big men in New Orleans? Yeah, well, you're going to have to, um, like I said, I'm bought into you know Jalen Brown's mentality changing throughout these playoffs you're gonna have to have a gm a manager a head coach believe in that same thing in order to package jalen brown in that trade but like i said they need that score they need to trade that pick away they need that jimmy butler they need that paul george gordon hayward would be nice but i'd much rather prefer like a paul george all right no doubt and then as we move forward 
when we get into this, uh, well, what everybody thinks will be the NBA Finals, remember, we got that poll question up right now on FNTSY Radio at Twitter and your boy Spittin' Speeds at Twitter. And the question is, which GOAT legacy, you know, the greatest of all time, would be more solidified with a victory in this greatly anticipated NBA Finals? Would it be LeBron James if he beat not only the 73-win Warriors of last year, but then the Warriors getting better with Kevin Durant as, like, the alpha dog? Would it enhance LeBron's legacy as one of the greatest players of all time more? Or would it would it mean for the Warriors as the greatest team of all time to win two out of three and have a 73-win season sandwiched in between? Which do you think has more to, more to gain for their legacy, LeBron as a player or the Warriors as a team if they go ahead and win this championship, Donnie? I would probably say LeBron just because he's already considered to be on the Mount Rushmore of players mm-hmm. and to beat a Kevin Durant-filled Warrior team who won 73, like you said, last year, you know, we're already talking about him being close to uh, Michael yeah. Jordan. So I'm going to go with LeBron on that one. No doubt. And 68% of the people who are voting right now agree with you, saying LeBron as the greatest player of all time. 32% say the Warriors. Interestingly enough, someone, Sieglin Highgolf, out there on Twitter, you know, I want to give everybody a little bit of shine. He actually responded, retweeted it, and said, we should have an option, none of the above. And I, I'm sorry, my man, I just don't get it, because this is a great series. We are all anticipating this as an entire higher like a huge thing to look forward to we've been looking forward to this for years and i do think whoever wins will have a claim to uh you know being on the mountain rushmore but i digress when we come back we're going to do a little bit of fun and functional sports radio we're going to talk about happy red nose day we're going to play a little game with my man donnie burns and i'm also going to talk about the path to legal sports gambling which got a little bit closer here in the united states all that and more we'll talk about it on the other side of the break it's your boy dane martinez speeds the spitting statistician on the fantasy freestyle here on the fantasy sports radio network I like it when I get aggressive. Yeah, you know what it is. This is your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network with my man Donnie Burns on the ones and twos. So hot that we sweat steam, giving you a little bit of that Drake control. Uh, I like it when I get aggressive. Well... Speaking of which, we are all going to be able to maybe get aggressive with our chip stacks and our bank rolls sooner than you might think. I want to talk to you guys a little bit. Some things have been going down this week in the world of sports gambling, in the world of betting, that I know people on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network probably want to hear about. Okay, There are two really important things that happened this week that I want to get into. But first... I also want to mention, don't forget, guys, that I've hit the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness on air for you guys so far. Remember, with the Belmont coming up next weekend, your boy will be holding you down. And, Donnie, I got to tell you, my man Chris Bavona, who will be with me on tomorrow's episode on the ones and twos, is saying that he's ready to make that commercial for me. I don't know. I don't know. I know you're my love doctor. I'm a basketball correspondent. But my my man Chris Bavona says he's putting together the hot commercial to debut on tomorrow's Fantasy Freestyle. So we shall see. One thing I want to make a point, though, about regular horse racing okay the reason that you can bet on horses instead of sports gambling is because horse racing is what's called paramutual betting okay so for example in regular betting let's say i want to bet you know uh let's say i want to bet the oakland raiders right now to win the super bowl and there's odds you know let's say the oakland raiders right now are 
at something like eight to one odds, right, to win the Super Bowl. Then if I make that bet, that's what it is. If I bet a hundred bucks on that, whether I bet a hundred bucks on that now or later, the ch- you know, when after the odds change, it doesn't matter. If I make the bet when it's eight to one and I bet a hundred bucks, that means I get my hundred, my eight hundred. Okay. Paramutual betting and what happens in horse racing. If you ever notice, if you ever went to the track, that's why they have the thing called the morning line. And it changes throughout the day because you're not betting against the house. You're betting basically in a collective pool against everybody else. So as more and more people say bet the favorite, that's why the line moves and you get a shorter and shorter price on the favorite. Okay, And so that's very important to know. But there was a decision in a case called the Derby Wars, Okay, the Los Angeles Turf Club. And what that was, they were basically running like a horse racing DFS, but it was determined, and this is a very important distinction, that an entry fee into horse racing fantasy was not an entry like it would be with regular horse betting. It was, in fact, called a wager. And that's very important because, as you know, the distinction that fantasy sports get is that it's a game of skill, not a game of chance or luck, and some of these different betting distinctions. And a lot of people were looking at that case because they were worried that it was going to start to now call DFS a wager and betting and once again become illegal in so many states. New York was actually one of the states most concerned with this, okay, because... There was already letters filed in court. Attorney Cornelius Murray, representing the New York plaintiffs, actually had um, already is saying that this is that that the Derby Wars case is relevant to a New York case trying to end daily fantasy. And I quote, the manner in which the Derby Wars operates is virtually identical to the types of contests run by the likes of FanDuel and DraftKings and other ventures that would be regulated under chapter blah, 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 state of New York. On the grounds that daily fantasy sports constitutes betting prohibited by Article 1 of the Constitution. Okay, so they're trying to connect the dots here using this paramutual horse racing betting DFS to use that against the DFS cases that you've been hearing about so much in the next couple of years. And that's one thing that was interesting. However, on the flip side, groundbreaking legislation introduced today, something called the Game Act, okay, the Gaming Accountability and Modern. Modernization Enhancement Act. This was actually proposed in a congressional committee today. Okay, it is comprehensive legislation that would repeal the federal prohibition on sports betting and allow states to legalize gaming and online gambling. This is huge. Okay, now what they're saying is that what this what this proposed legislation would do would remove the federal barriers but also give oversight and regulation to the federal trade commission so you got to have a body that would regulate it okay and it would also outline different consumer protections for states that states would have to kind of adopt and have in order to make this legal so now we're kind of setting the pretense the framework and the path for this to become legal people remember i had that poll question a few weeks ago donnie would uh marijuana or sports gambling be legal first a lot of people said marijuana There is now officially legislation introduced in Congress, the Game Act, to make sports gambling legal in the United States. Donnie Burns, I know that that is very important, especially to all our fantasy freestyle fantasy sports radio network listeners who want to win their leagues and win that cash. So I had to let everybody know about that. But as we switch gears real quick here, we want to put the fun in functional sports radio because today is Red Nose Day. Okay, so I wanted to celebrate a little bit here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Um, Obviously, Red Nose Day is, you know, kind of 
in, uh, trying to raise awareness and ultimately money for uh, children in poverty. So it's a great cause. And you know, Donnie Burns and Speeds, we love the kids here on the Fantasy Freestyle. So I ask you, Donnie Burns, do you know about Ninja Warrior? I do. Okay, so they're having a celebrity Ninja Warrior tonight. It'll be airing a little bit tonight. And if you're not familiar, these are like all these crazy obstacle courses that are in vogue right now. And they're going to have like, you know, veteran ninjas, people who have been on Ninja Warrior before and are kind of celebrities in this industry, training like actual celebrities. And by celebrities, I mean like D-list celebrities pretty much, who are pretty much going to then run the course. I'm excited to see them, you know, defecate the mattress and like really hit hard. But let me ask you who these guys are because you know don you're the millennial and i'm you know slightly older than the millennial so i wanted to find out who some of these people are because i don't know some of these people so let's see if you do okay uh let's see if you do and if you think any of them would stand a chance the one athlete there's a couple athletes actually two athletes that are in there let me see how you think they would do first of all nick swisher baseball player for a number of teams the indians the yankees known for being a fun loving kind of guy okay um donnie do you think a baseball player skills would translate to ninja warrior yeah, I'm going to have to say the athlete's going to fare well in this because I feel like you're about to tell me a bunch of movie stars yep. and stuff. So sure am. I'm the one Okay, so all right, so do you know who Mina Suvari is? I don't. She was an actress. She was the lead girl on Boy Meets World back in the day. Oh, Boy Meets World. Yeah, okay. Mina Suvari. So she's she's going to be in it, but she's she's a she's a little thing. You think she's going to be all right? No, nah, give me some uh, Nick Swisher. All right, all right. There is Derek Hough. He's one of the uh, like professional dancers on Dancing with the Stars. You think those skills translate? I actually think they do. You have to be in really good physical shape for that, don't you? I would imagine so. I would imagine I so. Think fair, Dancing, right? right? Okay. Um, what about there's a guy named Jeff Die. He's a comedian. He's like a host on some MTV show. We also got another host of uh, host one of the hosts of Access Hollywood. Natalie Morales is going to be on it. You think any of these kind I, of host celebrities are going to be able to do it? The reason why I think they'll be all right because a lot of those people have to think on their feet like real quick mm. if something goes wrong. Like so, your boy speeds the spitting statistician. Exactly. So I, I feel like. That would translate, right? Interesting. Okay, so that ability to adapt uh, when you're either hosting that kind of show. Correct. Very interesting, Don. I like where you're going with this. I got two more people I want to shoot out, shout out here. One is uh, an actress named Erica Christensen. Do you know her at all? I don't. Okay, neither do I. So I looked her up, and one of the first things that they said on her like uh, Wikipedia is that her brother is named Dane, Dane Christensen. Uh, then she's going to have to do well. You know this. what it is. You know I what know it is. know going to do well. Absolutely. This. Absolutely. And then we do have one more athlete. And I got to tell you the truth. This guy is my leader in the clubhouse. This guy is my favorite. Okay. Do you know who Ashton Eaton is? Uh, the name sounds familiar. He's a U.S. Olympian. He is the world ah, record holder yeah. in the decathlon. I that's that's. I feel like the dancer is going to do well. I don't know why. So you're riding I with the dancers. I do the Dancing with the Stars uh, guy, some, Derek Huff, over reason. the decathlon world record holder yes. and the and professional baseball correct. player yep. and the professional baseball player. Okay, I just, have that, I just have that feeling. I don't know why. Okay, it may. Okay, so it makes me think. It makes me think because you mentioned in one of your, uh, you know, one of your kind of uh, projections here, you talked about how the TV hosts. Thinking on their feet. Yeah. Thinking on their feet and how that is a quality that may translate a little bit to the Ninja Warrior course. And that's only half the battle, though, because okay. the rest of it you have to be in physical shape. Okay, so, let's, so, so that is a seamless transition, Donnie, because here, you know, we put the fun in functional sports Always. radio. You remember how yesterday when we congratulated Rashad Jennings, who is still unemployed as a free agent running back, but winner of Dancing dance, with the Stars. Not playing football. Right, right. And so... 
we I asked you which uh the guys here at the Fantasy Sports Network you thought would be a good dancer, and you mentioned Frank, my boy Frankie Stanfield, and you also mentioned the King Scott, Scott Angle. Dave. Exactly. I'll tell you I tell you though, I don't think you understand. I mean I'm Puerto Rican, you know I have a little bit of rhythm. Right? Oh, Speed yeah, spin statistician to. has to be up in there as well. Little so I wanted bachata. to ask you Yeah, a little bachata, a <laughs> little merengue, a little salsa. Hey. I know some unicorns that are trying to learn that. But um check this out. So I asked you again when we get to Ninja Warrior. Who in our midst, if you had to make a top three or a top five, who here do you think, if, especially if thinking on your feet is a transferable skill in your opinion, Don, I want to ask you, who do you think could be the top five? I thought, I, had, I built a top five. I oh, built the top five. top five. I built the top five. Can let's I tell you my yeah, top five yeah. and then and get your feedback? Top three. Okay, okay. Can I give you my top five? Correct. Let's all right, go. all right. In, I'm going to go from five to one, okay? Five to one, all right. Number five is your boy speeds the spitting statistician. Thinking on his feet. Okay, the thinking on his feet, absolutely. Especially because you do it on your, you're like your own. I'm doing it on my own. I got to tell you, though, man, I, listen, Donnie, I played, I played high school sports. I played college sports. I played sports at Syracuse. I played baseball at Syracuse. Yeah. Okay, and uh, I like to still be active. You know what I mean? I'm, you know, I'm older than the millennials, but I'm still in there. I'm still all right. So I put myself at number five. Okay. I'll take that. That's all right. At number four, I put my man Benny Riccardi. Okay, Benny Riccardi, he coaches his son's little league team and stuff like that. You got to have respect for the dad strength and the dad athleticism. Okay, that's what it comes down to. And if Benny, if you listen to me right now, I put you ahead of me, bro. It is not a slight. At number four, I have Benny Riccardi because I respect the dad strength, coaching his team. And, you know, he's another East Coast guy like me. Oh, I love Benny's a Jersey guy. So exactly. If I can't put myself in the list, I'm putting. So 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 at number four, I had Benny Riccardi. Big Benny. At number three. <laughs> at number three. At number three, I have Jake Seeley. Jake Seeley? I have Jake Seeley at number three because, listen, Jake Seeley works hard at what he does, okay? And right. if he was, you know, presented with this challenge, I think Jake Seeley, to be honest, and I mean this in the best way, he's kind of maniacal, okay? He's kind of maniacal in terms oh, of his preparation, three, so. okay? And, and I don't know him as well as some of the other guys. I've only met him once or twice. But y'all go hard on him. And so I think if he had an opportunity to show himself out in this kind of way, he would get real hard with it. So I got Jake Seeley as number three. Oh, I did. Jake's right. in my top three. Number two. Number two is the love doctor, Donnie Burns. You, I'll take that. The love doctor, Donnie Burns. Yo, if you guys don't know, we go a little bit behind the curtain. You know, me and the guys, we're hanging out. You know, we're getting free tacos from the spots across the street. Donnie Burns is Donnie Burns is working out. Donnie Burns is trying to do his thing. Donnie Burns coaches the basketball kids. Donnie Burns at the ripe old age of, I believe, 23 years old. Yep. Donnie Burns, I like, I'm going to lead with Donnie Burns because I think Donnie Burns can do his thing. I have you at number two. I'll take that. Okay. I'll beat everyone, but, but I'll at number, two. I don't think you're going to beat my number one guy, though. I think I will, and I think I know who it is. Number one, because I think about ninjas, right? And when I think about ninjas, I think about, you know, like all sorts of like taekwondo, and, and, but what I also think about is sword fighting, Donnie Burns. Yeah. Yeah, so Joey. my man Joey Piece of Pizza, Joey Pizza, my man is a sword fighter Joey. in his off time when he's not writing those black and books strong. and looking people up. He's no strong. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he is a trained swordsman. Yeah. Uh, so I'm yeah. going with my number one is Joe Pizza in terms of uh, the best fantasy sports ninjas. How do you like my list, Donnie? I, I really like it. Joe, I'll take Joey P. Like I said, if, if the viewers have never met Joe, 
He's a pretty big guy. He's not a tall guy, but he's he looks he's a strong looking guy. Okay, so where's your top three, bro? Oh, and, uh, we come back from when the we come break, back. Okay, when we come back, here's what we're gonna three. do. We're gonna tie a nice, neat little bow on this. We're gonna see if my man, the Love Doctor, you know, thinks he should be higher than two. I gave him mad love. I'm number five on the list. Let's see if he could slide in speeds and spitting statistician and have some fantasy freestyle unity and solidarity. We will see after the break. It's your boy Dane Martinez, speeds and spitting statistician. You are listening to the fantasy freestyle here on the award winning fantasy sports radio network of course big shout out to our sports byline affiliates around the country and with the american forces radio network around the world shout out to the service men and women getting a little taste of home with the fantasy freestyle we'll be right back we'll be right back on this happy red nose day boy Dane Martinez. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Only got a couple of minutes left and I gotta hear my man Donnie Burns. Donnie Burns, yep. what am I what, what I thought my rankings were pretty on yeah, point. So what do you got for me? I was gonna do a top three in no specific order, but I had time to do okay. the top five. Alright, what do you got? Do it real quick because we got two minutes. No here. doubt. But at five, I got my man Nando. Ooh, I, Nando Davino. He's, he's, he's a pretty tall, big guy. So I, he would know, be I on my his, big three leagues. I, I don't know three his team. background, but all right, I all right. Nando Davino. I like that. I got Mike Florio in the four Ooh, spot okay. with a nice little baseball background. Okay. Uh, sorry, Mike. I see how you eat, though. So ah, that's why you're four. I got I downgraded like by his eating habits. Okay. Okay. Uh, three, I got my man Dane. Yes! I see, I got the, I see the kale salads going. Yo, I know the kale salads, baby. We making it run. pop. It's Memorial Day weekend. I got to get that beach Yo, body I ready. I still run around with the kids as you well. You know what so it is. I gave you that three spot. All right, I respect that. Uh, two is strictly just because I think he is a ninja. I have Frank. Oh, Frankie Stamps. And I didn't put myself in this. I don't like doing that for ranks. And number one, like we said, I, I have Jake. I feel like Jake he, would, he would really want yes. to just beat all of us. I know, I know. His 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 intensity and focus <laughs> he, he and really preparation. Would, would want to be winning. He would have to. He would stop like at it, nothing so to win. Number one. Okay, I respect that. I respect that. Yo, Donnie, we're gonna have to uh, ask everybody else what their rankings would be when we're around. Hey, Donnie, what are you doing? Uh, happy Memorial Day weekend. I'm gonna be with Chris Bavona tomorrow. I'm not gonna see you again until Monday. Day, and uh, I think we'll have our NBA Finals participants set. Uh, doing anything good for the weekend? Just barbecuing, man. Heading to the beach. The beach club's open. And nice. Nice day in Jersey. Hopefully it doesn't rain Sunday, but whatever nice day will probably go out. We just pick the nice day. I know it's supposed to rain a little, but... Yeah, it is. The weather's not supposed to be that great here in the East Coast, but it is the start of summer. Everybody get those white jeans out. Everybody, it's officially okay to wear white. Last thing I'm going to let you guys know. Remember, I have that poll question up on whose legacy would be more solidified. Right now, it can Continues to look like LeBron would continue to be one one of the greatest players of all time on that Mount Rushmore, especially if he can two years in a row beat the 73-win Warriors and then again do it after they get Kevin Durant. We'll talk about that and a lot more next week with my man Donnie Burns as the baseball correspondent. Coming back, though, see me tomorrow, Fantasy Freestyle. 